0: No. Smiling. Ooh.
1: What up? What up? What up? Welcome back in the podcast studio. It's your host Holden and Noah. This is the Growing Upstairs podcast. If you guys haven't heard of us before, this is us.
0: Noah, where where can they find us out there if they want to find us? They can find us on our social media handle at growing upstairs on instagram also check us out on podcasts wherever pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts apple yeah, yeah. spotify iHeartRadio, radio all the places all of those all the jazz you know all the places you can check us out all over the place
1: maybe Coming up here in the future, there might be a visual way to see us. We're going to see we've we've got some work that we're we've thought about, but we haven't yet put action to. But we've been working on some other things. It's a busy time of year. We've said it the past three weeks that we've come on here, uh, and I think it's we're finally about to hit the slowdown point. I know I am. I've been waiting till about seven thirty tonight for things to really just kind of go and slow down. Yep, gonna get through this Christmas program with the kids tonight and uh and i think things will finally slow down you know we had some football this weekend that we're not gonna we're not gonna harp too much on i mean i've only really got one thing to say about it
0: I hate alabama.
1: I hate you know uh, i mean anybody that's out there that's an alabama fan congrats out to you you played a great game um but it was tough it's it's uh, man it's just hard when when that's the team that you you, you it's like you kryptonite man you can't you can't beat them and then obviously the the committee comes out and you know that is what it is but Nonetheless, this past week, man, it's been busy, but it's been good. I feel like things have been going good. Things are coming together in the upstairs. You know, we're kind of continuing that building process by we. I mean, Gramps and, and, and Mr. Randy and anybody that's helping out with that because every time we come in here, it's like something new is done. It's like
0: Santa's L's have yeah. been
1: working overnight. <laughs> it's crazy because same thing like, you know, the back wall is now finished. It's finished and painted. The yeah. the, the TV's up so you can have lyrics and all that good stuff on it. Um. When we came in last week, the stage and everything was done and painted. So it's like bit by bit, pieces are kind of coming together, and it's starting to shape into what it's going to be as we move forward. But again, it's been a busy week, been a good week, been fun. Some down moments. Yeah, we're not we're not going to harp on them too much. But how about you? How's your week been going? Maybe with exception to the past, I don't know, two hours. Yeah.
0: (laughs) kind of kind of smiling through the pain right now yeah Uh, you alluded to it a little bit we won't touch on it much but you know college football always seems to let me down in some type of way and it let me down again this year but you know who's there to lift you up Noah? way that's about that's what i was kind of getting to the the lord is always good what's that line from god's not dead god is good all the time and all the time god is good come on and we definitely have to look to him during times like this, when things like this on the world, in the world, fails us. And, um, you know, I'm glad that I have a have a savior who will never fail me. So, that's right. That's right. You know, it's it's tough pill to swallow, but and then the, at the end of the day, you know, it's one of those things that, it's it's fading, and the Lord will reign forever. So
1: yeah. Isn't it, isn't it fun that that his committee uh, was three nails in the truth, and that's just it. That was his committee. That's how you get in right there, through Jesus, and and game over. That's all you got to know. Yeah. Amen to that. No rules changing, no nothing like that, no matter what anybody tells you. They ain't but one way, and it's through him, and boom, it's over. Yeah. Just that simple. Come on, come on, let's do a little preaching right here. You better well, preach. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, I got some fun questions for you as we kind of get things started here. I got another question sent in by Grace. Grace seems to send some pretty good questions in, and uh, here is another one from her. Here we go. Oh, boy. If you, <laughs> if you could be cast in any Christmas movie, it's Christmas time. You know, here from now on, Christmas. Yeah. All the time. Everything. By the way, your tree looks good. Saw Thank it you. today at the at the selection committee. I was like, check it out. Noah's got his lights on and everything. Let's <laughs> <that's> go around. <laughs> did so, it looks good. Had a little bit of help from Lori. Yeah, well, good. So, you got help then in the right, end, yeah. so we're good to go. All right, so if you could be cast in any Christmas movie, what would it be, and what would your character
0: be? What would the So basically, what would the like movie what, be, and then what character would you want to be in that movie? Hold up, hold up. So like movie that is already existing movie? Yeah. yeah. And then what character I would want to be out of that movie? Yeah. Okay. I've got an answer for you if you want to do that and give you a
1: minute to think. Go ahead. All right, so the, the movie I would want to be cast in is Santa Claus. Yeah. And I would want to be Scott Calvin. Hey, Scott Calvin. I was looking at all of the different ones. I was like, all right, you know, The Grinch, that's kind of tough. You could find some fun ones in The Grinch to also be one. Um, and I think it would be fun to be in The Grinch. Like, it'd be fun to be that guy who's on the bo- pogo stick or whatever, putting up ornaments, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. but ultimately, I came to the conclusion that how how fun would it be to be Scott Calvin? You. you know he kind of dealt with some tough stuff there. You know his kids. He he's he's not sure about Santa Claus, and then he reassures him he's a real thing, and then he sees the real thing and goes, "Wait a minute, maybe I didn't really believe in it, right?" And now he falls off the roof, and Scott Calvin takes over yeah. as Santa Claus. I mean, it's Santa Claus. How, how could you not want that? And then even then to the second one, I was like, "Man, this is this is still kind of neat." You know, it's a Tough time because now he's got to find a wife in basically 364
0: days, but still, it was like, oh, well, this you know, so right. I'm going Scott Calvin okay. off the Santa Claus. I don't remember some of the plot of that movie. I need to go back and watch some, watch that again. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm so bad. Like, I know we were talking this week, I watched The Grinch for the first time in probably 2 or 3 4 years maybe that's wild. like I, of course i see it on on tv you know every christmas season it's on you flip through the channels and it's on you catch bits and pieces of it but i haven't actually sat down and watched it to really focus on the story and what's yeah. going on in years and i did that this week and i was like you know this you know i, under, I understand the the hype around this a little yeah. bit more but i think if i had to, to be a character in a christmas movie man i've got to go to my favorite and that's home alone I would think I would want to be Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Could you imagine it, setting up all the the props and the, the gadgets to take out I'm trying the, to take out the bad guys, the wet bandits, or <laughs> <laughs> the sticky bandits in round two? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, being that kid and uh, having the house all to yourself, and and taking down some some full grown adults that are trying <laughs> to rob your house, and eating cheese pizza all by yourself, man. That'd That'd what what does he fun. say?
1: You guys better stop me. I'm eating junk and watching rubbish.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that is classic. good. Oh,
1: I've got a secondary one now. I would also want to be the uncle who sent his entire family of, like, 47 to Paris for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because evidently that dude is working in a job field that... Uh, We're not working yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it is it the second one that when they go to Miami? Is that the one that the uncle pays? They go for? to New York in the second one. No, 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 no. The family goes to like Florida. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that? The, yeah, that's right. It's that cheap. It's that cheap uncle that's with them. You know, because because Kevin says, "Oh, wouldn't want to ruin your holidays, yeah. Mister Cheapskate." Yeah, is I that think the it's one him that he pays
0: for it? So, the first one's the one where they go to Paris. Paris, that's okay. right. Because it takes and,
1: her a while to get back and he stays home. The second one, they go to Florida, and he's like, who would want to go there anyway? He ends up in New York. That's right, yeah. With a great one. So, after watching <laughs> after watching the Grinch this week, did it kind of make more sense what we were talking about last week on this podcast? Yeah, with oh yeah, Grinch, really did. With the Grinch and Cindy Lou?
0: All kind of comes together like she that.
1: She never gave up on him.
0: Man, yeah. she really didn't
1: it was awesome. So that's who I'm going with Scott Calvin, off of Santa Claus and a secondary answer is the uncle who's evidently loaded that sends the family of 46 to to Paris cuz yeah. how fun would it be to be able to say like your entire family don't worry about it. We're going overseas for Christmas Yeah. and just to be able to give out like that and be like, hey, we can do this. No big deal. No problem. That would be fun. Be pretty sweet. And you you're going with uh you're going with Kev- Kevin Kev- Calvin. Kev- Kevin Kevin.
0: Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh that's a pretty good one alright next one favorite Christmas desserts mm-hmm. there's many of them out there pecan pie I Pe- think is, yep. is always
0: is always up there pecan is one. pie is definitely a top one to um, me I'm
1: gonna put pumpkin pie up there but I'm not sure if it's really a Christmas I mean I know it's fall
0: yeah uh, to me pie in general is kind of a holiday thing you know pecan pie is definitely one my grandma man she makes um, divinity oh yes and I forget whoo, about Divinity. You could almost make yourself sick yeah. e- eating it. It's so good. I mean, <laughs> I lo- love that. I love like the, the chocolate covered pecans and almonds and stuff like that. Um, Christmas is though, one of the really big times of year where I eat chocolate. Like yeah. I'm not a big chocolate fan, but anything like that around Christmas time, it's it's really good.
1: Unpopular opinion in this area. I'm not the biggest divinity fan. Really? Like my grandmother made it too, and I would eat like a like a piece oh, or two, in in the winter time, like around Christmas. But I would eat it, and I'd be like, you know, give or take, you know. Yeah, and I I love it. Peanut brittle. That's another. Oh, good Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I love the. It's they call it yogurt covered pretzels, mm. like with the white. I always thought it was just white chocolate, but it's. I love those too. And, you can technically get them all year round, but we have a little a, sprinkle on them.
0: There's a lady that works with my mom, and dude, she makes some of the best desserts, candies, cookies all kinds of stuff and i mean she's like a a pro when it comes to that kind of thing like a baker yes and she makes this uh an apple cake is what it's called it's like a it's a cake and it it literally has little pieces of apple really you can taste it um and it's covered in this like apple glaze oh yeah it does
1: sound good you ever had uh cream cheese squares yes yes yeah. those are good too i had those for the first time years ago but now like every christmas why, why it, i don't think it has to be christmas that's just the time i remember first having it and like every time that comes behind it it's right at christmas is having it there was one other i was just thinking of that you really only get it oh yeah this one you can buy in stores go get it now anywhere that you can buy it in stores uh little debbie's christmas tree cakes oh yeah yeah the crema Cree cake they're so good i don't the gingerbread, gingerbread cookies, boys they're I like they're them. okay they're they're all right but christmas tree cakes that little bit of sprinkle that's on them it's not much but the little bit of sprinkle that's on them that tiny little that yeah. little bit of i don't know what it is i'm like man this is good and by the way don't know how everybody else feels about it might not have tried it yet the ice cream christmas tree cake ice cream slaps i mm, i'm it's sure good too. it's good It's got tiny little pieces of the actual Christmas tree cake. Oh, really? Yeah. And the ice cream Mm. is just. Sounds good. Every time. Every time we get back to food on here, like we said, uh, this is Growing Upstairs. We talk about Jesus' life and music because we're growing with God together. And the uh, more part of Jesus' life and music and more, I don't guess we actually say more, do we? I don't I thought I always did, but maybe not. Well, anyways, the more part of that that we're going to add is food. (laughs) There we go. Because every week we talk about food. You got any other uh, Christmas desserts that you like? I uh, can't think of any. If one comes to you, let me know. All right, all right. Top five Christmas movies before we get into a game. Top five. Top five? Yeah. You think you can run through them? I got Ooh. five for you. I'll run through mine real quick. All right. Should I start at one or five? <laughs> Do it like the costume. Right, we go. We're going to go one, two, three. Six, <laughs> three, and then leave. Four. Yeah. Leave number. Lean, yeah, leave number five. Number right. four dropped into number five. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> number one, I'm going with Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Okay. I know it's kind of surprising. I'm I'm a little bit younger for some of you older listeners, and I'm a little bit older for some of you younger listeners, and y'all are like, "What do you mean that movie is from like 1975?" I really don't remember when it came out, but Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I don't know why, I like it. It's just a good one. It's got family in it. It's got drama. It's got putting Christmas lights up, getting Christmas trees, all kind. Of, it's just oh, yeah. got all kind of stuff in it. That's funny. It's funny to me. Uh, the second one, I got to go with the Grinch. I like the cartoon Grinch, but I like the the OG with Jim Carrey. Top like that's that's the best one. But I would put both of them like the same spot, just because I watch either one. Kind of depends on the day. <laughs> Number three has two answers. It's Home Alone one and two because they're both equally just as good to me i can't pick between the other one or the other yeah they're both really good like i don't know like the first one's good because it's the one you get introduced to and he's at home with all this stuff going on but then the second one's like he's in new york yeah by himself and he's at a house that's abandoned which by the way if i was eight or nine years old in new york by myself game over cuz dude i'm still sitting at the airport terminal Ter- going yeah
0: you know what i'm saying?
1: Terrified. I'm not going anywhere. But anyways, all right. So, Home Alone one and two at three. Number four, unpopular opinion. I know, Polar Express. Oh yeah. And number five, Arthur Christmas. Okay. Have you ever seen Arthur Christmas? I have. All right. I'm gonna. I want to put this challenge out to you. This is gonna be tough for you to do, but I want you to try to watch it by the time we get back together next week. All right. Just try it because I watched it and I was like, "What? What is this?" You know, it just happened to be on. And uh, and me and Hudson were sitting there watching, and I was like, oh, let's check this out. I watched it, and I was like, man, this is actually a really good movie. It's a good, it's a kid's movie, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good one. There's another one that's like Star. It's another Christmas movie, too, which tells the story. Of the Star of Bethlehem, I think. Yeah. Anyway, it's right. partially the Jesus story, but it's the it's the animal kind of version. Of oh, it. I got you. I may be thinking of the wrong. But anyways, so that's that's what that rounds out my list. So I got Christmas Vacation, The Grinch, Home Alone, One and Two, Polar Express, and Arthur Christmas. Okay, right there on the outside looking in. Chris, Christmas Chronicles, a couple other ones that are kind of right there. All right, you first, got
0: your top five. Christmas Chronicles was your first team out.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. They're just one that I think of, and I'm like. Yeah, I like it, but didn't quite make the make the cut. That
0: elf's not on your list anywhere?
1: That's another one that's right there on the edge. It's a good one, but, again, it's just kind of
0: like uh, the first part of it's really corny to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that, this is mine. Uh right. I would say number one is Home Alone. Probably just like you said, Home Alone, both, Home yeah. Alone 2, kind of both of them. Number two, Polar Express. Uh, just right. Nostalgic. Like yeah. it's just that, you know, kind of like your childhood Christmas movie. Yeah. Number three is probably the Christmas story. With the with the you shoot your eye out yeah, yeah, you shoot your eye out, kid. Um number four. I got a list right here, because man. I'm nice, terrible nice. at Christmas. No, you're good. Number you're four. Doing great. You got all the way to four. Number four is probably the Grinch. Yeah. And then five, straight nostalgia. Good quote, just about every line of it. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer.
1: <laughs> it's, all right, so is it the like animated version, yeah. or is it the cartoon version?
0: Like the, the version, like yeah. the the stock, like the stock motion footage.
1: Yeah. 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 Those are good. That Herbie, is, is Herbie is some, wants to be a dentist. That is some serious throwback. Was that the one that had, uh, that's the one that also had uh, Jack Frost in it, didn't it?
0: Well, Jack Frost sings, he like narrates it. Oh, is that right. He He's is. like the one that sings Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was actually like him in it.
0: And you know, you got the abominable snowman. Yeah. The you know, that whole part, the island of misfit toys. I
1: haven't watched that in a long time.
0: Man. We were literally quoting it at work the other day. Just <laughs> bits and pieces of it. I know it's the so other, funny.
1: The other day I looked and it said the Grinch was on, but it said it was only on for like thirty minutes or an hour. I was like, there's no way. And I turned it to it and it was like old style, like true first generation the cool. Grinch. And I was like, <laughs> This is not what I was was changing the channel uh, to watch. All right. Let's play a game, shall we, Noah? I'm ready. I'm going to play a game. This is the music I'm going to use for this. I'm going to keep it kind of low. So this is what we're going to play real quick. Monotone Christmas movie lines. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a line from a Christmas movie in a monotone voice. So, for example, if we were talking about the Grinch and if he said, "Duh, Duh, 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 the Grinch. Yeah. The way I would do this is I would go, duh, 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 goose, the Grinch. So, <laughs> duck, duh, so duck, that's, duck <laughs> goose. That's how we're going to play this game. I got okay. five of them for you. Let's see if you can get, let's just see how many you can get right here.
0: Okay. I'm ready. Maybe.
1: All right. First one. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, <laughs> candy corn. And syrup. <laughs> oh. The elves try to stick to the I got the it, I got you. Art, Art, what you got? Elf. Elf. Way to go, way to go, way to go. And syrup. <laughs> and syrup. This is the monotone Christmas line game. Let's see how I many you can get, Art, on to the next one. No one should be alone on Christmas. <laughs> no one should be alone on Christmas.
0: Hmm.
1: That one pretty tough. I'm going to play is, uh, it one more time I for think,
0: you. <laughs> is that The Grinch? It is The Grinch. Okay. Ding, 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 I need if to I, get you a little ding, ding, ding. If ding. I would not have watched that movie this week, I probably, probably would not have, have got that. Yeah. But I feel like I remember. Is that Cindy Lou? Did she say that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Way to go. All right, you
1: got two out of five. Here we go to the next one. You can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas. <laughs> you can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas,
0: dude. Just watching you read these is so funny. You know how hard it is oh, not to man. crack a smile, though. Oh, um,
1: you need me to play it one more time? I'll click the button. Right.
0: <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna take a wild stab at this one, and I'm gonna guess the Santa Claus you can mess with a lot of things on Christmas,
1: but you can't mess with kids on actually Christmas. Sitting in the middle of that, that's Home Alone Two from New York. When they're going Mm -hmm. to rob, you know, the kids store, Uh, the candy—not the candy store, the uh, toy store. Yeah, and he finds out about it. That's when he says, "You can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas."
0: Who is it that says it? Kevin does. Okay, Kevin
1: McAllister. All right, so not bad. We still got two out of three so far. On to the next one. Here we go. This is if you're listening at home, monotone Christmas lines. The thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on.
0: That's Polar Express. The
1: Polar Express. Great. Great job. The thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. Sounded just like it. It's a big difference in that and uh, in the version and the way that I'm saying it. (laughs) All right. Last one. You're doing good. You got four. No, you got three out of four so far. One more. Nice. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can do it one more it, time for you. Is that the Santa Claus? The Santa Claus, all just right. because you can't see something. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And that was little uh the Charlie. Charlie little Charlie is the one that actually ended up saying that. Way to go, no, he got four out of the five.
0: Oh, look at him. I here. mean I had
1: to record all this earlier on so that way I oh, can yeah. click a button for you to do it. But it wasn't too bad. Four out of five. I I just realized something. I don't have the Santa Claus in my top five Christmas movies, and it is one of my top five Christmas oh, movies. Look at there. Christmas Vacation, The Grinch, Home Alone, One and Two, Polar Express, Arthur Christmas. But what do I take out of these? <laughs> They're all so good. But which one has I to can't go? Cancel that again. <laughs> this is back to the 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 playoffs here. I don't know.
0: I don't know who to pick. Uh, 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 just, just, just leave, leave, leave yeah, the just take, take the undefeated team out. Don't, don't let them go. Okay, we're getting we rid of Polar Express.
1: <laughs> They're one of the best. We're, we're moving on, moving on, moving on. All right, let's get to the next part of this whole shindig. This segment brought to you by your savior, Jesus Christ. This is Noah's random minute. Noah, talk to me about anything for just a random minute.
0: So, you know, this is totally random, totally just popped in my head, totally had not gotten anything ready to do. So this just popped in my head, so we're going to roll with it. And I think that's what makes it random. Have you ever had to raise or lower a flag on a flagpole? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, me too. And uh, that's actually one of the things that I kind of, that's, kind of part of your part of your job yeah i help out doing that at the at the bank and whenever it's something you know tragedy or that type of thing happens and the flag has to be raised or lowered i go outside and i take care of it and so i get all the emails and you know sadly um former first lady uh carter jimmy carter's wife passed away and you know she we raised and lowered the flag it was like a you know for her and across the nation and so i go out to the flagpole and get it lowered and all and it's comes to Wednesday, and it's time to raise it back up. And I go out there, man, and the flag had been, like, this, the wind, I guess, had been blowing, and it had wrapped the...
1: Um, oh, the flag around the pole?
0: Yeah, well, the flag and the cord that the flag is on was all wrapped up and tangled, and so the flag was, oh, uh, it was jacked up. So I had to, I was sitting there, you know, trying to figure out. I got it all the way up to the top again, and... Then next thing I knew, it was like the flag almost looked like it was going to fall off the flagpole. It was, it was totally jacked up. So I had to lower (laughs) the flags back down and fix the flags and raise them back up. And then I got them back up to the top. And I was like, I was like, wait, it still doesn't look right. So I lowered them back down again. (laughs) I probably messed with the flag for about five or six minutes before I got it right. So it's one of those things. It's like, come on now,
1: work for me. So now I know that if 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 I ever see flags at half staff. And I'm like, huh? Wonder what that's about. I'm just gonna text you and be like, no, why are the flags that happening? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because you'll know about it. Because yeah, y'all, I get, y'all, I guess but all banks are generally the same way. Right, banks and public offices. Right, anywhere that has a
0: has a flagpole like that. Yeah, well, yeah. We just get the emails and
1: I got you. Go out there and I didn't realize this is like an email by committee situation going yeah, on here. That's Right, that's good to know. Yep, yeah. you can sign up for them too. Nah, I'm not going to do that, but that's good to know. I just like texting <laughs> you and be like, Noah, why is the flag halfway down? Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, I wonder why it's down. I'll be like, I know a guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's his name? I just told you. I know a guy. Yeah. It's former, <laughs> former former dad joke there. Thanks, Noah, for that random minute. Absolutely. You're welcome. That is really loud. When I first start playing it, I realized... <laughs> Thank you for that random minute. Like I said, I'm going to get our, our sound together, but I want to talk about one last thing before we get to the the, the greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes of the of the show here huh. is this is our second to last episode before we wrap up what's going to be the end of season one That's next right. week. Uh, Noah and I were kind of talking about this. We plan to do a second season. We plan to come back. You know, we've got to talk to our, our superiors and make sure that they want uh, – they want to renew another season. That's right. And, uh, and by,
0: by our superiors, he means ourselves.
1: Yep, pretty much. I'm <laughs> going to talk to Noah and, and make sure. But in all seriousness, we, we're going to do this episode, and we're going to do one more episode. Um, season finale. Next week. That's going to be our season one finale. Um, and then we're going to take off until after the New Year's because there is so much that, that is going to happen over yes. the next four weeks. You know, uh, Two weeks from now, I mean, we're only a week removed from Christmas, and it's not that we won't necessarily be here. It's just there's so much going on outside of just church and all. The timing-wise, it's going to be really difficult to be able to record. And then the week after that's Christmas, and then y'all leave to go to Winter Extreme, and then when y'all get back, y'all turn right back around and leave to go to Passion. Yeah. So there's just a lot. There is a lot going on here over the next few weeks. So next week will be the Season 1 finale of Growing Up Stairs.
0: It's crazy. It's nuts flown by.
1: It's been it's been so much fun though.
0: It has. It's been a blast. Looking forward to getting it recorded and and finishing off the season with a bang. And man, it's kind of weird that you know we were talking about doing this and then talking about it became to trying out one episode and then trying the one episode turned into a whole season. Yeah, with some spectacular guests and a lot of good topics and a lot of good talking and. Just uh, you know, doing exactly what I think we set out for this podcast to do, which is to help us grow and to help us grow with God and grow upstairs and um, a lot of uh, things. You re- I'm really just very thankful the Lord kind of opened that door for us to get started with it. So
1: yeah, it's it's kind of like we were talking before. It's it's hard to believe that that like you said, talking turned into it, but that things kind of continued and even when we were kind of unsure how things were going to go, you know, away created itself like it became something and something that we were like yeah these will be 30 minute episodes no big deal we'll just sit here and talk like this for just a little bit it'd be fun right just blossomed into so much more and we've added more to it made it fun made it exciting made it fun topics and stuff to talk about but we've also remained home with what it's always been that's right it's to make sure you know when it's time to raise the meter we raise the meter a little bit we fixing to raise the meter, 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 meter
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Was it
0: Elmo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Elmo has made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and now I wanna do that. Now I'm trying to think of uh there's one voice that I feel like I'm actually pretty good at, but now I can't even think of what that voice is. It's me, I'm Elmo. It's not, it's not Elmo. <laughs> Pretty good. I can't think of who it is. Your dad does Daffy Duck really well. No. <laughs> Can you do any any voices like that? We should have saved this before. Right? Yeah. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to it. All right, we'll try to remember that again. All right, so raising the meter this week. We're going to talk about some stuff that came up and what we've been doing in the upstairs the past couple of weeks, which is all about defending your faith, all about defending your faith. And how we can do that. So what I'm going to kind of do here is I'm going to ask a question. And we're going to kind of set a foundation for defending your faith. And a lot of this is because for us as, as believers, for us as followers, and, and wanting to teach others about God, you know, you have to be grounded in your faith. But there are going to be times that you come across people who are not. They're lost. They don't know. Then there's going to be times that you come across people who don't want to know. And then there can also be times when you come across people who do know but choose not to have anything to do with it, yeah. and they may hit you with some really strange or tough topics and tough things to talk about. So what I want to kind of lay the groundwork for here is I want to ask some questions and just something that maybe somebody out there who's lost doesn't know the answer to and how you can defend your faith in that same way and give an answer back to that. And we may not get it perfect, we may not get it right, but we'll both kind of go off of it um, afterwards. So let's just say, for example, you're out somewhere, and somebody says, hey, you're a Christian, right, Noah? Mm-hmm. Well, how, how can you be a Christian, and how can you believe in a God who you can't see, who you can't hear, who you can't feel? How can you believe that, and all based off of a man who lived over 2000 years ago on this earth. How can you believe in something like that?
0: Right. I think one of the biggest things, you know, that it really comes back to is is just faith. Um and that's tough. You know, that's not what those you know, a lot of times people that ask those questions and somebody who has that type of mindset and and ask that question and questions in that way, they don't want to hear that because that's you, know, you don't. It's still you're believing in something that's not there that you can't see with your own eyes, you know. And a lot, like I said, I think a lot of it comes down to faith. And it's like me, me and you are we're sitting here in this room talking, recording a podcast together, and we're sitting in chairs. And this chair, when we sat down in it, you know, we didn't think twice about the fact that we were about to sit down in this chair and that we were going to be able to sit in this chair and record this podcast, but this chair could, I mean, it could fall out from under under me at any minute. I mean, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> and, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, and this is an off-the-cuff example, but, you know, a team like Florida State who's gone undefeated, they get left out of the college football playoff. That kind of thing, that thing of this world, it's its going to let you down. You know what I mean? And And we have to understand that a chair like this could let us down, but there, we we put our faith in the chair to sit down in here and record this podcast. I think it's very similar to that, I think, is what I'm getting at when it comes to our relationship with the Lord. You know, we, we read it, you know, when you read the Word and you grow in community and you're walking in community and walking with the Lord together and you're strengthening your relationship with Him and you have faith in Him, you're going to put that trust in Him. And even when you can't see it, even when you don't understand it you, you know it still comes down to that if that makes any sense
1: yeah i think another way is i have you, you you know the question may be you 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 can't see him you can't you can't touch him you can't feel him but to me i would i would say almost the opposite it's like i can hear him now yeah. is it a voice like moses that comes over no. the loudspeaker most That's of the time good. no but there is a difference, too, in hearing. Small example for you. You go in and you're doing something you know you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Is there something in the back of your mind that's telling you, hey, maybe don't do this? Yeah. And you know there's a reason why. You know, they talk about the devil and the angel on your shoulder <clears throat> that's talking right. to you. One's telling you to do this. One's to not. What do you think that angel, where do you think that's coming from? Yeah. Your conscience. I know they say that, oh, uh, Holy, this, Holy you know, this, this could just be your conscience in your mind saying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but where did that come from?
0: Right, right.
1: If 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 there wasn't that, you wouldn't care about doing something wrong. You right. wouldn't have that that you know human response to it.
0: And here's the thing that's absolutely true because, and, and I've experienced this in my own life. The closer we grow to Him, and I think it's kind of what I was getting at with w- a little bit with what I was you know saying. It's like the closer we grow to Him in relationship with Him, through reading the scriptures, through worship, through just the entire experience that is growing in our Christian walk. We hear that voice more and more. Yeah. And that's that's just I mean, you know, it's it's hard to explain and and it is, you know, it's one of those things that it comes down to faith a lot of times in that way, but it is hard to explain, but it's so true. I mean, I know there's been times where I've um, you know, grown and, and my time in the word has been really strong and I do, I hear that voice. So, you know, so much more often than the times when, if I'm being completely honest, I haven't had good time in the Word. I haven't been, I'm I'm more focused on the things of the the distractions of the world and and what's going on in culture and sports and things like that. I'm more focused on those things than I am, am Him you tend to not hear that voice as more, if that makes any sense. Yeah,
1: and similarly, like, in the feeling side of things, you, you, you feel that, but you also feel, like, the emotion in, and, and not to use it just as, like, I'm feeling emotions as opposed to feeling Christ moving in my life, but it's, like, when certain things happen, you feel that. When, mm-hmm. when you are as close as you can get to the Lord, like you said, you feel that the days that you're not in the word as much as you should be. You feel that yeah. when you are having worship in a church, when you're having worship at a conference, when you're having worship in the car by yourself, because yeah. I have done it too, I feel that. And, and, you know, somebody may say, oh, well, you know, that's just called chill bumps from good music, right? Right, right? Some of it is, but some of it is also listen to the words and understand where it is coming out of the Bible, the evidence of what is there. Right. You know, and what has been there. And then to the seeing side of things, I've used this analogy before. You can't see wind. You can see the effect that it has on everything that's around, but you cannot physically see wind, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. right? And so many times, I'm going to use this as an example, seeing a person when they become saved, the change that it makes in their life is one of the key and and telltale signs of there is God right there. Because when somebody is making drastic changes in their life from the way that they were before knowing Christ to now knowing him, to me, that is a sight of what it's got, what God is doing in this world. Again, I'm not hearing the voice of Moses, I'm not seeing God's face, but I'm seeing the work that He's doing in the world.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and I think Bruce Pastor Bruce kind of talked on that a little bit this morning. You know, talking about that initial change when somebody first comes to know the Lord. Yeah. It's like, okay, where we're going, we yeah. got to go, we got to go here, we got to go there, we got to tell this person, got to tell this person, got to tell that person. And it's, I mean, that's so true. And and it, you know, a lot of times, like I was kind of saying. It, we you know we go to a conference or we have a a great experience or something with our time in the word and and then the things of life come in and 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 they they distract us and they um you know keep us from that and that's so true though you know you see that evidence of how god is moving through his people yeah and that's one of those questions that's you know so many people have that question um But at the end of the day, like I said, I think a lot of it comes back to the faith that we have as Christians and putting our trust in Him.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I also think it's like if you would put the pen down, stop trying to write your own story, if you would turn the music off and listen to what's actually being said to you in your life, turn the TV off and listen to what's going on in your own life instead of being so distracted by all these things like you were saying, you would probably start to see and hear what God's trying to tell you and what he's trying to show you, you know? All right. So next question, we're, we're grown. we, we're raised in the South. We're in the, we're in the Bible belt, as they say. Well, the only reason that you're even part of Christian community, the only reason that's just because of your parents, your parents are the reason you, they took you to church. They made you believe what you believe right now.
0: Thank God for that. (laughs) That would be my response. Yeah. I mean, you know, and so many times, that's uh, a a point that gets brought up. You know, as you know, you're raised in the church, and you just are, are doing it because that's something that your your grandparents did, and your your family did, and you just doing it to do it. But when you truly, you know, like it goes back to that what we were just talking about. When you truly are saved, and you experience the Lord, and you are growing in in your relationship with Him, and you're living it for because it's your relationship with Him. Because it's not, you know, it's not your parents. You know, our grandparents are in our parents' relationships with the Lord they don't they they don't save us. We don't get grandfathered in. Yeah. You know, it, it's a true, I like that. Um, it's a true relationship with the Lord, and, and admitting that we're sinners, recognizing that we have fallen, and will never gain salvation on our own doing. You know, it's all the Lord. Um, that, that's what it takes. You know. And, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes people do come to church and and just kind of assume that they're grandfathered in or they're just part of it and it's what they do. It's the norm in the South to come to church and then go and eat some fried chicken after church (laughs) on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a stereotype. But, um, you know, my answer to that question would be, you know, yes, my parents raised me in the church, and I'm very thankful for that, you know, because I wouldn't, you know, now— I have the relationship with the Lord that I do, and I want you, person with this question, to experience the Lord in the way that I have. Yeah. You know?
1: I I love how you said that. You're not grandfathered in just because, you, just because you came to church with your parents or your grandparents or somebody. Ultimately, you have to make the decision. Right. I know a lot of people who have been taken to church, and they did not get saved just because they were taken to church. And I see this post that comes up every year about this time that says, It doesn't matter that my grandparents took me here. It doesn't matter that that any of this happened in my life that they brought me here. Not that it doesn't matter, but Mm -hmm. I made the choice solely for myself when I got there because I truly experienced God, because I truly listened and understood what in the world was going on. But I'm like you. Thank God. Thank God that I was around this because there are so many people on this earth, in this world, that will not get the opportunity to know who Jesus is because people don't take them. Their parents don't know about it. They don't even take them right. or they're in an area that they don't have the means. They don't have the, the anything that anybody there to teach them, mm-hmm. which is nuts to think about for us. It's like every, every corner you take in a small town, you're going to run into a gas station, a dollar store or a church. Right. One of those three things is what you're going to run into. Maybe a pigly wiggly, but anyways, that's <laughs> what you're going to run into. But you go to another country over in the Middle East, you're not going to see those same things. Right. you know. So we are blessed to have the opportunity that our parents did take us to do this. Now it's our job to say, hey, I want to spread this to you who's asking the question. Right. Or I want to spread it to the people who don't
0: have that same opportunity. Right. You know, as I sit here and think, we can kind of apply the logic of that question to so many things in our life. Like, for example, I, I drive a Ford truck. My granddad drove a Ford. My dad drives a Ford. We've always just been Ford people. Like, you know, you get that Ford versus Chevy comparison or you get the Coke versus the Pepsi. It's like, you know, my family's always been kind of a Coke family. Like we've like, you know, and I use bounty paper towels because my mom (laughs) uses bounty paper towels. You know what I mean? But it's also like, I have friends who have introduced me to different types of music and stuff that I never really would have thought that I would have listened to. I didn't grow up listening to those yeah. things, you know? Like for example, like a band like Nirvana or a band like, you know, that type of thing. I've got a good buddy that, you know, he he listens to that kind of music and through my friendship with him, I've grown to like a couple of their songs, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like there's different things in our lives that we we learn and and hear and get from different people and different experiences, and I think my point is, is like we were saying, thank God for my parents and, and their relationship with the Lord that I've been able to be raised in that and, and see that, but I think that's where we, you know, just like my friend who has a different music taste than me, and he shared a couple of those songs with me and I enjoyed them or whatever, as Christians... We're called now to go and take the gospel and share, just like Pastor Bruce was talking about this morning. This, the Christmas story is just this beautiful love story of Christ coming down. And we're called to go and share that because, you know, like you were saying, there's other countries, other people, other places who have not been impacted by the gospel. And my goodness, what kind of life change it could bring to those, you know? Oh, yeah. So, and I think that's, I think that question of your you know, your parents raised you in church, I think that's only a question that would be relevant in America. Yeah. If that makes sense. We're so oversaturated with just different, you know, this denomination and that denomination and this church on this corner and that church on that corner. And we have so many people, you know, across our country who unfortunately, sadly, it's a it's it's sad that it is this way. But so many people have been hurt by the church. And hurt by people within the church that have have not represented christ is does that make
1: sense oh yeah, and i I wish that I could say i I see certain changes that are happening, but I know what you mean because i've i I've, I've met people who have said I've met people who are close to me who said church is not for me, and it's because I went to church, I sat in a pew, I listened to what the preacher was saying, but everybody sitting around me. Not to judge, but is not living that lifestyle. Yeah. I'm trying to come and listen to the gospel and hear the gospel and open my heart to what God is trying to pour into it, but everybody around me is almost like they want to push me out. Yeah. And that that's yeah. not the way the, the that's not the way that's the right. church should be. And,
0: and biblically that's you're right. Biblically that's not the way the church should be. Biblically that's not what Christ is, who Christ is, what he represents um and sadly that's that's been the case for yeah. for so many people and i just want to kind of use this as a as a part of the episode to kind of say you know if you're listening to this and and you have experienced that and you and you are feeling that you know deep down in your in your heart and your soul you know i'm i'm sorry for that and um you know it it does not represent who christ is yeah. and what he does and what he can do for you um he is the ultimate savior and um you know prince of peace and 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 lord and sometimes it's it's not represented that way um you know yeah
1: yeah it's god did not send his son to this earth to sit in the nicest cathedral To sit in the nicest church, wearing the nicest clothes, talking to the nicest people. Right. He went to the ends of the earth and places we don't want to go. Right. He sat with people that didn't smell great. He sat with people who had not lived good lives. He sat with people who in front of him were wrong in their lives. And And yet he he chose to sit there and
0: teach them. And speak truth to them. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Instead of how sometimes we feel like, oh yeah, you know, you don't drive a good enough car, you know, you shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Or you, you why why are you wearing a t-shirt to church? Right. Why do you have a hat on? And here we worry so much about that mm-hmm. instead of preach the word to this person. Yeah. Stop worrying about what they look like. Stop worrying about where they work. Stop worrying about what they do in their life. If they're here to listen to what God is trying to tell them, let them. Let yeah. them be. Yeah. And let God
0: work in their life. And I think that's... Not you. Yeah. I think that's a good point. And I think that, you know, some people... I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, this conversation and how it applies to defending our faith. And I think it definitely applies to this whole conversation because so many people have that question that we're talking about, this whole topic of, you know, your parents, you just believe because of your parents and this type of thing. And so many people have that question because of that, you know, experiences that they have with the church and, and maybe they've even grown up in the church and, and have felt that way. And, but that's so true. You know, uh, Christianity is for, it's for everybody. Like, I mean, Christ died for yeah. everyone, for all people, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every, every people group. Um, and, you know, it's, it's pretty clear in in scripture that that's the case. and, Um, I think a lot of times Christianity gets a bad rap because of some of the some of the things that have been done in the in the past and and said and the way Christians have acted and, and done and it's this is, you know, not us saying we're perfect anyway but i'm just saying a lot of people have that question because of that if that makes sense and
1: brother bruce was slapping it around this morning talking about you know you're you're real easy to talk about your football team real easy to talk about these rankings that are coming out but you ain't worried about ranking where god is in your life Mm -hmm. and how you should be spreading this and talking to others just as much and having the knowledge about Jesus and sharing that with others as much as you do about football. That's right. And I'm I'm saying this to myself, too, because I'm like, I want to learn and know more. So when somebody asks these questions, I have answers. Yeah. Which is part of the reason that I wanted to kind of get into this and and, and talk about different parts of it. All right, so one of the other pieces that we talked about was miracles. And I want to touch on this with a question like this. Last year in the NFL, (laughs) DeMar Hamlin. Oh, yeah. Dies on the football field. Yep. Thank goodness for those doctors. Without those doctors, he doesn't live. Right. Why did Why in the world would you say Jesus did that? He didn't come down here and heal that man and and make
0: him live. Well, yeah, you know, we talked we talked a little bit about this Wednesday with our youth as we went through this topic and this conversation, and they handled it really really well. Very proud of them and and their answers and stuff and and how they seem to be just grasping all of this. But it's so true. I mean you know thank goodness for those doctors is 100% right um but those doctors you know I, I believe that it's through the lord that those doctors had the ability and the knowledge and the capabilities and and he worked through them to to help handle that situation you know and should the doctors and people who handled all of that get high praise absolutely um but even you see Demar Hamlin come out and give give praise to the Lord for allowing him to continue to have life, allowing the doctors to get there and and take care of him that quickly and and in that whole situation he you know he gives credit to the lord and um it's just one of those things it's it is it's a miracle i mean there's really no other way to describe it besides it's a miracle um if that makes any sense.
1: I'll tell you this: If God doesn't want you on this earth anymore, you won't be. Oh yeah,
0: it's like like Hunter said. Whether that,
1: those doctors are surrounding you or not, if your time is up, you won't be on yeah. this earth anymore.
0: It's like I think Hunter said it the other night when we were all talking in in youth. He was saying, you know, I, I could take one more breath, and and the Lord could, you know, snap his we snap finger snap, and we could be, you know, just obliterated. Um, not to, not to make an uh. uh Avengers Thanos reference there. <laughs> Snap. Yeah, just literally. Thanos style. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, it's like like you just said every every breath is is a blessing. Yeah. Um and I there's a sh- a song that Passion wrote, you know, every every step of this life is a mystery, but we're walking with the author. Yeah. You know, and it's he obviously was in the in the middle and writing thats that story of that situation with all of that last year that's crazy,
1: yeah the uh I think back to one of the old hymns that we sing ever so often, talking about how God is doctor preacher, lawyer teacher oh, yeah. all of those things on. <laughs> cheated, talked about talked mistreated, <laughs> talking about the church like we were hey. um and that's that's another one that I think about it's like we wouldn't have the same knowledge if it wasn't for Christ, you know, and, g- and given that ability for these people to learn all of these things that there is to learn and to have the ability to do that. And for him to put them in the right place at the right time, all of which has to coincide perfectly with one another. And that doesn't happen without, without Christ Absolutely. stepping in and interfering, because like I said, if you don't, it don't happen. Yep. So the last one that we'll kind of talk about here, cause I like how this one ended and it was an important one um, as well. You know, you say you believe in God and you think that he, he he's this almighty presence and power, then why in the world do good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people? Yeah. How 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 why why would he do that to somebody? You know. Why would why would good people have to deal with bad situations? Right.
0: And we had a really, really, really good conversation the other night with with our youth about this, and I'm glad you bring this question back up because it's a it's a really big one, I think, um, and I think it's a, a place a little bit where we have it kind of kind of twisted um, in America in American culture. Um, I think a lot of times some very popular um, American preachers have helped speak into this idea that God is this genie in a bottle who you can just rub a lamp and everything magically will happen for good for you. And you're going to be blessed beyond measure. And you're going to be, have the riches and the fancy cars and all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, that is not the biblical, the biblical picture of what the Christian life is like. And, um, now, yes, the Bible does speak that we will, you know, you know, with God, we are blessed. And, and of course, you know, you know, he get, he blesses us in in different ways and in our lives, but it's not to the extent that we're going to be millionaires and that yeah. kind of thing. And um, I think I had a buddy, and I mentioned this Wednesday night when we were talking, but I I think it's worth sharing again. You know, I have a buddy that kind of put it what, this way one time, and I think it's very accurate. You know, I think a lot of times we forget that we we see God as um, just our our friend. You know God's my friend, he's my homie, God is like there' there's, there's What's t- up, dude <laughs> yeah like those t-shirts that say like God is dope. have you seen those no, like you know like yes God's pretty pretty awesome, but it's like you know God is more than just friend, he is he is savior and he is Lord and he is also judge you know, and God is perfect in all and always um and Jesus you know being part of the holy trinity came down to earth lived a perfect life was tempted with things that we deal with every day and and turned 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 away every one of them and was, was never fell fell to sin and um you know he when when you are perfect and you are god he is judge you know and and what people don't realize is that what he says goes. And in, in the scriptures, we see where humans are sinful. We are flesh and bone. We fall to sin. And I think it's, we can answer that question with, with this, is, is why do good things happen to bad people, to sinful people? Why does God bless us with so much when we are sinful? And it's His grace, and it's His mercy, and it's, you know, we we don't deserve anything, you know. It, I, I love that part in the song "Gratitude" where we sing, you know, I I, I all I have for the King is hallelujah. Yeah. I have nothing else that's fit for the King than just my hallelujah. Yeah. And and um, <clears throat> that's so hard, I think, for for. I mean, dude, that's hard for me to wrap my head around because it's like, you know, I've got this going on and that going on. It's like, God, why would you allow that to happen? And why would you allow Florida State to not make it in the college football playoff? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But anyway, you know, it's like, why would you allow this to happen to my grandmother or this to happen to my dad or this to happen to my dog or this to happen to my cousin or this to happen to my child? And it's like, Yes, like, absolutely, those are so very hard. They're very hard situations to deal with. Um, tragedies, death, that type of thing. But at the end of the day, you know, the Lord is, is still good. And I think it comes back to exactly what we were saying at the beginning of this thing. God is good all the time. All and the, all the time. time. God is good. God is good. And I think, you know, so many people... See when something goes wrong like that, the knee jerk reaction is to blame God, but we have to recognize that we are living in a fallen world we're sinful people we're people that don't deserve what Jesus did on the cross for us, but yet he did it anyway yeah and that's that's the true you know that's the that's the beauty of the gospel is that something a gift like that is even available in the first place because like Hunter was saying the other night. We could be gone in the blink of an eye. So, Yeah, you're talking about the greatest
1: to come down into human form, the greatest human to ever walk the face of this earth as good as it possibly gets. 100% human and 100% God. The worst possible thing happened Mm. to him. Yeah. For us. That's why. For us. And by the way, I think you had mentioned this this week. We are technically the bad people, yeah, because it doesn't matter how good you are, being good doesn't get you anywhere. It yeah. doesn't get you into heaven. We talked about that a little bit too. Being good does not get you into heaven, yeah, the right. only way through is by jesus,
0: yeah, and the we see in in the scriptures, you know the apostle Paul is writing, and he calls himself the chief of sinners, and paul uh you know. Uh, one of the just we look to Paul as this great yeah. person in Scripture that goes and shares the gospel and and brings people to the Lord and starts churches and mentors and disciples people all throughout scriptures and yet paul is is sitting here calling himself the chief of sinners, <laughs> and it's like, dude, like do you see your resume? Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's just we man as as simple as it sounds, I think a lot of it comes down to a mindset shift, and that mindset shift, it comes with accepting Christ, you know, and that's, you know, for people who are who are not Christians, who question, have all, you know, all types of questions, and the people we ha- get in conversations with where we defend our faith, um, it's so hard for them because they, they're not, they don't have that mindset shift, if that makes any sense, yeah. and as Christians, you know, we can't, we can't bash them over the head with 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 scripture and and tell them they're you know just stupid and that kind of thing. You know, it takes it takes getting to know them and meeting them where they're at, um, and and really having tough conversations with them. And I think a lot of times, you know, when it comes to sharing our faith, that it, it takes a couple conversations. Yeah, you know, um,
1: one of the thing that one of the youth said that I had just a little bit back to was you know. God will never put you through anything that you can't handle. And I've heard the rebuttal to that before, and it goes like this. It's, no, God God will sometimes put you through something that you can't handle. Right. And it's because he doesn't want you to handle it. Sometimes, not that God wants us there, but it's like he will break your heart and put you in the most broken situation for you to finally look at him and see him right there in front of you, been there all along just wanting that relationship with you to bring you out of that. And that's such a hard thing to think about because sometimes when we're in the worst situation, when we're down as bad as we could possibly ever be, it's like, oh, my goodness, you know, what am I going to do? What do I do? I don't. What, who do I go to? What do I do? You don't know what to do. Yeah. And then you finally realize it's like, but God is yeah. sitting right there, the best to ever walk on the face of this earth and was treated as poorly as he possibly could at the end of his life. Before ascending, obviously. Yeah. And yet, we, who we think we are the good ones, you know, like you said with Apostle Paul, saying that he's the, the, the high priest of sinners, basically. It's like, man, like you said, Ben, you got such a good resume. How bad does that make me? <laughs> you know, but sometimes even the really good people that go through cancer is an awful one to think of, but even people who are saved follow God heavily, and they come down with these same terrible things that are happening in their life, that still God has a story in that. Yeah. Sometimes God uses the worst situations like that too, to bring a story and awareness to others that I am still holy, even though this is this, and this is a tough situation to have to go through. And And I know you look at this as a human and say, this is awful. You know, this is such a terrible thing happening to such a great person. And it is. That's the way that it looks. But God's also sitting there going, somebody's learning. From yeah. This though, somebody oh, yeah. sees me through this as bad as it may be. And by the way, if you're a saved person and you're going through all these times and you're having questions and like wondering why am I going through this, there is a reason for it. And at the end of the day, being saved, you know where your home is when this life is over. Yeah, you have faith in that and what is to come.
0: Facts for each. That's all. I've one got of the things you said in there reminded me of this, and okay. I can't remember exactly what it was you said, but I want to bring it up because I thought it was pretty interesting when I read it the other day. But Louis Giglio, pastor at Passion City Church in Atlanta, um, he shared something on uh, Instagram that I thought was pretty pretty cool take, um, and I haven't really ever thought about this, but he said one of the scariest realities in life is that if you insist, God will let you do it your way.
1: If you insist, God yeah. will let you do it your you know, way. One
0: of, one of the scariest realities in life is that if you insist, God will let you do Ooh. it your way. Ooh. And it's like, you know, we talk so much you about it. You might have to learn the hard hard way. You know, and it's like, I I think that's so true because, you know, here on earth, like, we hear that voice in our head sometimes, like we talked about. We hear him speaking to us like, I know this is wrong, or I know I'm giving too much attention to x in my life and and i'm putting that above him and i know i need to be doing time in the word and i need to be spending more time um uh, worshiping and and that kind of thing and and growing closer to him and it's like if you insist on allowing those things to distract you if you insist on allowing um you know your your decisions and what you want for your life and you want to do it your way god will allow you to do that you know like there is there's free will for for us to decide, you yeah. know, but it's like, man, when we are walking in relationship with him and we allow his will to become our will, it's like, it's like a, a violin play playing in perfect <laughs> harmony, man. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, and it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be sunshine and rais- ra- uh, raisins, raisins. <laughs> Sun, sunshine and daisies and rainbows and that kind of thing. Life will be hard. I mean there's no um, guarantee that whenever you put your faith in Christ that things will be easy. Yeah, um, Because a lot of times, that's when the enemy shows up. But man... Through it all. it's, it's The closer
1: you get to God, the enemy is going to do everything he can mm-hmm. to get just as close. And sometimes we get in these forks in the road and it's like, all right, to the right, heaven. Right there, here we go. We're headed to Jesus, right? To the left, as far away from it as you can go. And the thing about it is... God'll put slack on that line and he'll let you run mm-hmm. and run and run the other direction right. until mm-hmm. you finally realize, whoa. But like you said, sometimes we get in that fork in the road and we look and we can see off in the distance this bright and shining light and we think it's just a straight path. Right. Smooth sailing. Flat road, no bumps, no nothing. Straight to it. Yeah. And it ain't the case. Yeah. There whichever road you choose is is going to be bumpy. But I promise you the ending of this road to the right where you're headed to Jesus is so much better in the end.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I don't have to be there to know it. I've read the evidence. Absolutely. And I got plenty more reading to do. That's true. What about you? Oh, yeah. Are you unashamed? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're coming off of Feeling Them's podcast oh, yeah, now. Man. Uh, got anything else on defending your faith?
0: Nothing. On the top of my head, I think that's. I mean, kind of covers things, but
1: yeah. I I I go back to I I've literally saved this episode from so where, uh JP was talking about that the guy the tightrope guy. Oh yeah. We talked about it weeks ago when when Grace was on and how, he was like, oh yeah, I can do it, and they all saw him. And they're like, yeah yeah, you can do yeah. it, and he's like, who wants to get in the bear and they're all like, not me, I me. Yeah, I don't want to, and he's like, "You say it. you've seen me do it. You've literally watched me. You know I can do it, and you still don't have the faith to do it. So the faith good. that it would take." We fixing to raise the meter, 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 meter to Aquafina. I need a.
0: Yeah. So as we as we come out of the raise the meter right here, get your live reaction just real quick. Okay. So it is officially set now that Florida State is playing Georgia. Oh, it is. In the Orange Bowl, officially set... So the the host of the Growing Upstairs podcast will probably not be in communication with each other during that week. <laughs> this is actually the reason we're taking off for the rest of the season because <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be able to speak with each other for the whole week. No, uh, no, that's but good. that'd be a good game. Um, oh, I told you earlier. in your, your
1: live take. I like that. I told you earlier in the season. I hope we get the chance to play. Now I hoped it was for a lot more. Yeah. Uh, in the playoffs. Well, we're playing. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take that. That'll but be man. fun. That'll be fun either way um so my my voice that i was thinking of i think it's mickey mouse oh boy that's the hot dog hot dog. that's about the only one that i've got (laughs) (laughs) what's the other one that he says
0: uh zoinks (laughs) like scoob (laughs) like scoob
1: yeah you do that pretty good that's a that's a good one this is
0: totally crazy that's
1: a good one all right so last thing here before we wrap this thing up if you're listening out there, if you want to know more, if you want to talk to us, if you want to do anything, first of all, you can reach out on social, which I'll get Noah to tell you about here in just a minute again, but we have we have the email too, growingupstairs at gmail.com. If you guys want to write in about anything, feel free to do that. Um, also, if you guys are listening, if you guys want to give us a review, we'd would appreciate that too. Again, that just that just helps to get the word out there more. Leaving a review, sharing it with your friends, tell your friends, your family, and everything about that because a lot of times that's a good way for it to uh, kind of get out there. But where can they follow us social media wise uh, to be able to to be able to follow us?
0: Yeah, don't way? don't forget you can follow us on Instagram at Growing Upstairs. Like Cole was saying, definitely feel free to reach out to us, um, DM whatever you, you know, however you. Want to reach out to us, a comment on a post, anything? Yeah, you know, um, we want to kind of try to foster this as a, as a community where we all grow up the stairs. Yeah. You know, not not just for our youth, not just for us, but for all of us as Christians to so wherever you're listening to this. So, um, you know, we we can't do this on our own. We can't walk this walk by ourselves. We need to be in, in community and grow together so just reach out to us with anything um if you're enjoying the podcast if you think there's something we could try to do yeah if there's something you're dealing with so um so, if yeah. you if you have criticism and in this episode defending your faith
1: if, if you have a question for us that's like yeah I, I hear that y'all believe this but how do you believe this yeah. send it to us yeah. and maybe maybe we can help you find an answer to that if you're curious so all right a couple of dad jokes for you here as we get into the christian dad joke christmas Christmas time edition. Christmas. Christmas. What is the best Christmas present? What is the best Christmas present? A broken drum. You just can't beat it. <laughs> Sorry. What are the best Christmas sweaters made from? Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright uh, Well man. Noah
1: I've had a lot of fun With you here today It's been a blast I'm looking forward To next week Season finale next week Make sure you guys Come back and check out the show It is Growing Up with Stairs With your host Holden N. Noah Check in with you guys Next week Keep Woo. Growing upstairs.